money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. I don't think we can come up with the words to express um, the sadness uh, with what happened in Texas yesterday. It's It was so difficult, and this morning was no better. I'm watching some of the earlier morning shows today, and it's just so sad. Everything's sad. Everything. You know, you go on with life every day, and there are mm-hmm. things that are irritating, mm-hmm. um, annoying, yeah. and then something like that happens, and you get this perspective that you really never want to get of, my gosh, what parents are going through, aunts and uncles, friends, cousins, um, people's lives that will be affected forever, mm-hmm. what happened at that elementary school yesterday. Um, David, I know you've talked to a lot of people about it. Um, and a lot of conversations going on. Yeah. Um, and this is what I've noticed so far. When you're just talking either with friends, acquaintances, um, you can have a pretty reasonable conversation about a lot of different things, whether that's guns, mental health, what have you. When it's on a national stage, it seems like all that common sense goes out the window. Well, And it seems like it used to be those conversations would happen after a couple of days. And then it was like maybe a day later. And then it was sort of hours later. And now it's become five minutes after it happens. Yeah, after as it's still being reported. And so we have this tragedy, 19 children, two adults, murdered at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. And, well, the president was also joining in. Everybody rushes to their political hot take corners and this guy is cracking his tired jokes yet again. What in God's name do you need a solvent for except to kill someone? Durant aren't running through the forest with Kevlar vests on, for God's sake. There we go. It's just sick. He had a chance last night. He had a chance. Oh, come on, man. He did. He had a chance. For about 60 seconds, I thought, well... Maybe this is going to be the, before you start putting blame together, let's mourn the dead. Let's talk about unity and the families that were involved. Let's try to unify the country. Hell no. Minute, 90 seconds into it, we're off, and here we go. I'll admit this. I never expected it. I, I knew I, I, this is, is exactly where it would go. I didn't know the tired deer joke would come back of out. Of course. Um, and still, even though you have a pretty good idea, it's going to happen, and Biden was going to make this political. So when it does happen, you're still disappointed? Yes. Um, I will admit that. But here we go again. 
with the same sort of talking points over and over and over. And you're talking about hunting with that joke. The Second Amendment is not about hunting. No, it's not. You know, I would say there's no easy answers. There, there aren't any to this issue. I mean, you can give sort of suggestions of things to make that better, especially security around schools where you basically have locks. And, I mean, a lot of schools have these Yeah, where I mean, you, you have to get buzzed in to yeah. be able to go in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a double-door system where you go in, and then in a lot of cases you got to show your ID. They make a copy of your ID, and in some cases they'll print out, like, a sticker version of a copy of your ID that you have to wear when you enter the school if you're a guest. Correct. And you won't enter that second set of doors until you've already gone through that process. Some schools do that. A lot of schools do that. A lot of schools adopted that after Sandy Hook. And so I know a number of schools that have it, but there are also plenty that don't. And when you ask, well, why not? Well, I mean, it's it's just too much of a cost. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. And I can't help it, man. Really? We just sent $40 billion to Ukraine? We don't have money to secure the schools? Well, not to mention the billions of dollars that went to teachers' unions to upgrade air conditioning systems. <laughs> yeah, Remember absolutely. That? Remember that yes. lie? During the uh, pandemic, oh, we need all these filtration systems. And most schools never saw that money and are not seeing those HVAC upgrades. And the other part, because you have so many people talk about the gun issue that honestly don't know a whole lot about guns. Okay? Oh, yeah. That's just a fact. Now, this issue doesn't make sense to people. How can this happen? How can this happen time and time again? And they start talking about the same thing while the left always talks about. Hey, what about background checks? Yes, the, there are background checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here, here's the thing. So he's eight, So the, the shooter was 18, and apparently on his birthday, and then a couple days later, he bought uh, two rifles. Um, that would indicate he bought them from, a, from an FFL, a federally licensed dealer, which indicates he passed a background check. Okay, what's next? And then, uh, you know, the different outlets are talking about he bought two um, automatic. No, he didn't say automatic. It is assault rifles. Yeah. Two assault rifles. I'm like, wait a second. An assault rifle is fully automatic. That's what I thought the definition was. And I look it up, and that's what it's supposed to be. That's a semi-automatic. There's a difference, Mm -hmm. a total difference. And I understand the response to that would be, well, whatever. They shouldn't be allowed to get them. Okay, let's go down that road if you want to have the conversation. So are you just talking about with rifles? Or are you talking about also with pistols? Because after 2020 and the summer of crime, I'm sorry, of summer of love, according to the Seattle mayor, right. with all of the looting, rioting, all of that, and then what we saw into 2021, there have been a number of people, first-time gun owners, that have went out and purchased guns to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. More times than not, those are 9mm pistols. Okay? Those are semi-automatic. So are those assault pistols? Are you going to try to ban assault pistols? Because there's going to be a whole lot of people, and I'm talking about Democratic voters, that are going to say, you're not taking my pistol. Are you out of your mind? I need it for protection. So if you want to have the conversation about this particular kid, 
And whether or not, should he have been 21? Well, I don't know. You go back and forth, what about the Second Amendment? Or you can say, well, you can't get a Jack and Coke when you're 18. Why do you get this gun? Excuse me. If you want to have that conversation, we can have the conversation. I think there's a lot of facets to it. But as far as, what, a rifle without a magazine, if you're 18 or 19, maybe. I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on that. I'd be open to the conversation. But there are so many people with the hot takes that don't understand guns at all. No, and the reality is they don't want a conversation. Nobody wants a conversation because, uh, you know, in the mind of guys like Joe Biden and so many uh, policymakers, people who want to somehow ban every gun in America or whatever, right? You're not living in reality because we have a reality where we have a Second Amendment and it's been upheld that that means that you have a right, a constitutionally enshrined right to own a gun. Yes. Okay, so let's say that somehow the Second Amendment gets repealed. Okay, I'm not advocating for that. I'm saying that let's say that for the sake of this argument, liberals get their wish and that goes away. There are still millions and millions of people who own guns, law-abiding citizens who own guns. Mm -hmm. There are millions of criminals who own guns. Exactly what is your plan with that? What happens? Are you sending the cops to everybody's door to get them? I mean, again, (laughs) if you want to talk solutions, you got to think through these things because you'll realize pretty quickly most of it's very unworkable. That's why I say there's no easy answers to it. But... You know, you should start with, all right, how do we protect schools from people like this getting right. in? That's no, part of it. Because that's something we can all agree on. No matter which so. way you start, yes. let's start with the things we all agree on and then work from there. We all agree that this is tragic. This is a horrible, terrible, gut-wrenching, and it played out in front of us last night on TV. We saw the whole thing. That's number one. Number two, we all agree that this type of stuff should be stopped. We have to figure out a way to to stop it. Now, I don't know what that is, but, I mean, if we can start with that rather than let's let's kick off right away, start talking about banning guns. That's a non-starter. It's a non-starter. We've been kicking that one around for a long time. So if you start from that position, you adversarially disconnect yourself from anybody you might be able to bring into the party to agree with you on anything. Well, and the mindset is that anybody who exercises their Second Amendment right is okay with school shootings. Right, exactly. You're not, See, that, no, but that's the you're not starting in good right. faith. I mean, the New York Times and the Washington Post today have write-ups scolding Governor Abbott, scolding Donald Trump for planning on going to this NRA conference that's happening in Houston on Friday. And I read the headline from the New York Times, just four hours away from Uvalde. Right. I'm like, so what? What do you think happens at an NRA convention? You think they're over there saying best practices on how to murder children? No. What exactly do you think? One has nothing to do with the other. No. And again, you have a lot of people that have learned a lot about guns over the last two years. Mm -hmm. It's been record setting for people that just want to protect themselves. I mean, that story out of California, Fontana, you had an armed intruder that comes in in the middle of the night. Homeowner shot and killed him. Had to. I mean, he had to protect him and his wife. Yeah. You going to try to take that guy's gun away from him? Are you kidding me? Again, let, let's look at the actual problem 
of who is committing these crimes. And the last few have been these young males not long out of high school, if they even graduated. Yeah, this guy. And is there something to that? Maybe you can have the conversation. Mm -hmm. There'll be more on this throughout the show. The infant formula shortage was made worse by what, David? A mailroom issue at the FDA. Are you kidding? So, yeah, the leadership of FDA, they're going to be testifying in front of Congress over the infant formula shortage. And according to prepared remarks published by uh, Politico, uh, well, they had a little bit of a mailroom error, made them miss the issue back in October when a whistleblower sent them a letter and no one got the letter. (laughs) So the current crunch was allowed to happen because of strict regulation on importing formula, and then it came to a head when an Abbott Nutrition plant in Michigan had to shut down because of tainted formula. Now, a whistleblower mailed the FDA back in October. The letter didn't see the light of day until February. Robbins, you look dazed over, well, like you can't take it anymore. I can't. I mean, I, this is, just, you know. Okay, I know your personality. I know a lot of people today. No. Just it, Sometimes, I, I will admit it, something like this is going on. I want to watch some sort of escapism TV where justice yeah. is done within the hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I can't offer that right now, but I can offer it, I guess, within 20 seconds. A worker at a zoo in Haiti is taunting a lion through a chain-link fence. There's a couple of people filming. He thinks it's all funny, and he keeps poking in at him. And oh, that'll lion's, work. You know, he's growling at him. He's putting his paw up. Well, you'll hear the part where he kind of puts his finger through the fence. Yep. Lion gets a hold of it. And then it, 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 he's trying to pull back, and the lion's pulling. Ooh. You, you want the audio? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got the customer's out. <laughs> There is. Uh oh. He's trying to get away now. He's trying to pull back. And it's a like tug of war. And, yep. and then there you go. There you go. Finger gone? Yeah, part of the oh. old finger. So long, well, everybody. Dang. He's got a great slider now, though. <laughs> <laughs> the break is unbelievable. What are you doing? Put your finger in the lion's cage, you idiot. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That's a lot to get to today. Um, Dutch Prime Minister said, we just have to accept we're going to be poor. Steven Tyler's back in rehab and more on what happened in Texas. Straight ahead. Mark Lee, Van Camp, and Robbins. Only on FM News 101 KXL. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. David, you have an interesting point to bring up. What happened in Texas yesterday? Well, if you if you've seen some of the background information on the shooter, uh, who murdered nineteen kids and two adults, uh, it's I I'm I'm struggling to understand why there wasn't some sort of paper trail on this guy. Because, you know, you hear the story, he was bullied because he had a lisp and a stutter or whatever. Uh, but the cops knew who he was because they got called to the house because he would, you know, you had a domestic situation involving him and his grandmother, who he later shot. Hmm. So I, well, I, we had originally heard that she was dead. 
But then I saw another report yeah. that said she's in the hospital. Latest update is that I guess she's in critical condition. Latest okay. I saw, at least. But he shot her in the face <laughs> before he went to the elementary school. Wow. But, I mean, this guy apparently cut himself on the face several times a couple years ago. Tried to say it was a cat who did it, and then he said, no, I just did it for fun. Who, who in the world is not calling the cops on this kid? Yeah, it's a great what, question. Because he, he passed a background check because he had no criminal history. But why? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, there are reports that he had a lisp, endured slurs because he wore eye makeup. Yeah, I don't know if that's that was the Washington Post, I think, that had reported that. So it paints some sort of picture, but you really don't know. It's usually with one of these, there are warning signs along the way that, for whatever reason, just go by. And then you wonder to yourself, how many warning signs are out there right now with people that something just never happens and we're all lucky because of it? I don't know. I don't have the answer to the question. But I know whenever this happens, we all ask the same question. How did this not get caught ahead of time? You know, and thankfully, the border security officer who was specialized took this guy out, went in with no backup. Yeah. You saw the reports, mm, yeah, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Because how much more damage could have been done? He didn't it, want to wait and just went in. And, uh, and I guess the guy had barricaded himself or something. Was Yeah. But he took him out. He got shot himself, the, the, uh, the security guard, or the... Border guard did. Man. But apparently he was able to walk out of the scene. Well, and just happened to be at that place at that yes. time. Yeah. You know, and thankfully he was. Again, it could have been worse. Oh, I mentioned the Dutch prime minister, David. What is this story? Oh, uh, he told, uh, this is uh, Dutch prime minister Mark Rutte, Ruta, however you say his last name. Uh, he's telling CNBC, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, the West is just going to have to accept that we're going to be a little bit poorer as everybody's dealing, as everybody's dealing with inflation, as everybody's in this green energy revolution and transition. Yeah, you're just going to have to expect that, well, you're just not going to be able to live as good a life as you used to. Wow. Well, no. You're just coming out and saying it. No, I don't accept that. No. It's almost like this was planned from a couple of years ago. I don't know. <laughs> Like over the last few meetings that they've talked about the Great Reset and everything else. I mean, that conspiracy theory with the New World Order. The one that actually had a book attached to it. It's yeah. hard to be a conspiracy when it's an actual book. Right. Yeah. Oh, and Stephen Tyler's back in rehab. I had to cancel the tour. Oh, no. Joe Biden says we got to stand up to the gun lobby. Here we go again. Next. Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. That's David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer is Scott Robbins. So Biden uh, talks about the gun lobby last night. Yeah. At, at a time, actually, because whenever you're talking about the gun lobby, most of the time you're referring to the NRA. 
Uh, I don't know if you've noticed or paid attention, but the NRA is actually at its weakest point it's been in quite some time. It's hemorrhaging membership. Why is that? Well, because a lot of people think that it's kind of a clown show. That they so don't... you have gun ownership at record levels, yeah. but support for the NRA declining. Yes, because they don't focus enough on gun rights. They're making stupid online videos. That's what some people would say. Well, I've heard different Second Amendment advocates say, yeah, the NRA doesn't do enough. Well, also, it's very controversial to be a part of the group, I suppose, these days. Is that a big part of it for people? Do you think why they're like, ah, I'm all about gun ownership, but I, want but no I don't part want of that. Yeah. Because of the name. Yeah, well, I think and, that's and, the and name. And for the videos, right. I mean, stay away from it. Yeah, I suppose when a certain name, you know, takes on this, I don't know, meaning with the public. Right. Even though you may be one of them, you don't want to be associated with that group. Absolutely. So you're like, nah, that's that's not me, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to sign up anymore. Right. Yeah. But there are other gun rights groups that people do support. Sure. That have been growing. Uh, well, Joe Biden, he came out with the usual lines, his usual talking points, calling for gun control, talking about how evil the, the gun lobby is, and yada, yada, yada. Here he is. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? Except, okay, when you first heard him say that, I'm just curious. What was the first thing that went through your mind, if anything? David? First thing that goes through my mind is exactly what I what I just said. You know, the NRA membership is declining. And when you say gun lobby now, you mean millions of people who are first-time gun owners. I get that. What do you think, Scott? Oh, I, when I heard it, I was watching it last night. It just To me, it was like I could have scripted it. Here we go. We're assessing blame. See, I can't help it. Where my mind went. Where did, where did it go? Well, <laughs> how about substitute the word gun for abortion? Oh. When are you going to stand up to the abortion lobby? It rings a little hollow, you caring about the kids and all. Mm-hmm. When your whole group is talking about abortion through nine months. Well, I know it's a completely different topic, but I, the hypocrisy, I just can't help it. It's the first thing that comes into my mind. Well, it's hard to be lectured to by a group of people who literally just went to the Senate with a bill that makes abortion legal up to the moment of birth. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. By the way, and the way this is handled with media, you know, to me, par for the course. Like Good Morning America, they go to their White House correspondent. Mm -hmm. You want to hear it? Oh, sure. Of course I do. Okay, it's less than a minute, and just I'll stop any time if you want to react to what's being said. Cecilia Vega. Good morning, Cecilia. Hi, Robin. Good morning to you. So President Biden, listen to this. He had barely been on the ground for a little over an hour after that Asia trip before he had to make this address to the nation. And on top of that, this is the second time that he has had to deliver one of these in just the span of a week. You saw a president. Okay. So are we supposed to have sympathy for the president for that? He's just so tired. (sighs) Oh. Imagine. 
Okay. You saw a president last night who was grieving, and you saw a president who was extremely angry. He has been talking about gun control for decades. In fact, as vice president, he was put in charge of the White House response to gun control efforts in the wake of that Sandy Hook massacre. And yet, here we are. There have been there has been little meaningful action on gun control taken by Capitol Hill in Congress in this city in nearly thirty decades, in nearly thirty years. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, I'll just play it out. The president is, has taken executive action on guns, but even he concedes there's not much more he can do on that front. So he is calling on Congress to act. He is saying, Robin, something has to change. But you and I know this. We've covered so yes. many of these. It's the same plea we hear time and time again after one of these incidents. In terms of gun control, actually, something was passed under Donald Trump. The fix, Nicks, remember that? That was about background checks. That was about asserting penalties to agencies that do not report. Because this was in the wake of the Sutherland Springs shooting, because the guy in that case should never have been legally allowed to buy a rifle because he had a military uh, conviction dealing with domestic violence. Except in that case, I think it was the Air Force didn't actually report that to the proper federal authority, so his background check came in clean. Well, what about bump stocks? That happened, too. That was also, uh, well, no, in the House That was because of Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, when you hear a report like that, what are the specifics? What are we talking about? Yeah. I'm so sick of the lazy media coverage of things. (laughs) I really am. Just get their sheet. Here's what you talk about. And they just do it. Of course. Well, they They do it with pretty much everything. It's so lazy, so lame. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when I can write the script, I can sit at home and go, here's what they're going to say. Here we go. Sure enough. I mean. Yep. They pull it out again, man. Again and again and again and again and again. Over and over and over again. You would think if the idea was as brilliant as you thought it was, then it wouldn't be 30 years in the making. This would have been done. (laughs) And, And by the way, who controls every single house in this government right now? Who controls? Who's got the power base? Remember, it was Biden's job to get this done yeah, after Sandy I mean, Hook, and he right. couldn't get his own party on board. I mean, you dopes do. You've got it. You've got it all. I don't. I don't understand. No, because you're talking about. In the end, it depends on what specific you're talking about. And if you're talking about, well, you know, these automatic weapons. Well, do you mean automatic or semi-automatic? Because if it's semi-automatic, how many guns are you willing to take away from people? Because people won't allow it. They won't. They'll vote you right out of office. And they know it. So what are you talking about? As we mentioned earlier, you want to have a conversation about people like the guy yesterday Mm -hmm. or the guy in Buffalo before, and it's some sort of age thing, 18 to 21, not convinced, but conversation, you want to have a conversation, okay. But that's never what we're talking about. No. You're not talking about specifics. And again, I mean, I don't even know the current stat. The last I heard, there are more guns in America than there are people. Correct? Oh, most assuredly, yes. Okay. So is the problem really that they're just manufactured still? You could shut it all down. You don't think you're going to have a problem over the next seven, eight decades? Right. You better do something about that. And if it's making schools safer, that's... To me, where you should start. Let me ask you a question, because this this was a solution that was sent to me by one of our listeners. When you send your kid in every year to school, you know your kid has to have a physical. 
Right. Um, and it has to be up to date on vaccines. Certain vaccines have to be up to date. What if included in that was a psychiatric exam every year? That could I would possibly say, detect red flags. <clears throat> I mean, is is that out of bounds or I mean, is that something that could be done? I don't know. Here's my gut reaction. Okay, Not even ahead. thinking it through. No, the no. gut reaction is if this was 10 years ago, I'd say, hey, maybe there's something to that. Yeah. Right now, okay, who's who's actually going to decide actually, if that, my kid's crazy or not? That was my argument. Yeah. Yes, back. Yeah, right. I agree. I mean, think about what's being taught in school right now. Yeah. I mean, parents don't trust educators anymore. With good reason, they don't. I mean... I sent you guys this story. This is crazy. We can switch gears right here. Um, I'll pull it up. It's wild. There is the Science National Teacher's Guide. I'm losing my voice today. I apologize. That is advising against the use of the word parent, male, female, mother, and father. Yeah, it's a guide called the Gender Inclusive Biology, a framework in action by the National Science Teachers Association. <laughs> Mothers the are now National re- Science Association. Science Teaching Association. Yes. Yeah. My bad. Uh, under the guide, mothers are now referred to as persons with ovaries. Uh, That's astounding, man. Fathers are now uh, referred to as persons with testes. But don't say father. Because we got to be more gender inclusive in the way we teach science. Yeah. Oh, and uh, sex verification in sports is an example of oppression. <laughs> uh, so are these the people that are going to decide if your kid's crazy or not? Right. No, thanks. How long before Musk can put me on Mars to live? <laughs> <laughs> it's not your destiny, Scott. It's to fight for what's right right here oh, and right now. I try. I get weary of the battle sometimes. It's just to get hit <laughs> with stuff like this. And it's like, okay, whatever. Yes. So just remember, persons with ovaries and persons with testes. Yeah, and parents are gene givers. Or that too. Or biological life transmitters. <laughs> That's you not... think this is a joke? It's the truth. <laughs> Teachers are also encouraged to drop terms like male in favor of XY individuals. By... Oh, my God. Oh, hey, biological life transmitter sounds like the unreleased <laughs> David Bowie record or something, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> We've been mining the archives of the late David Bowie. Right. It was, it was actually from Ziggy Stardust uh, era. There were sessions that were never released. Yeah. My daughter already told me she's getting me a special card. Like the third week of June. Happy person with testes day. No Father's Day. All right, I made that up. <laughs> hey, I, you know what? Hallmark, it's out there for free. Get on it right now. Be out, be out in front of the curve here. It's an XY haver. Yes. It's dude, sometimes you are like, where are we? Are we on Mars? It's insanity. It's an assault on reality. And once you're married, it's a person with testes in the refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just a different world all the way around. It is. I mean, dude, just as an example, and I know people experience this all the time. Let's just say customer service. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, if you can get a human being on the phone for a lot of different places, I mean, that's a victory. If you can get a human being on the phone 
that can understand you and you can understand them. It's like a reason to be thankful right now. Mm-hmm. And you experienced part of this with me today, Scott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fun to watch too. It you know, was. It was it, actually. I was so frustrated for you that I wanted to take over at some point. Okay. I understand with everything going on, this is small. Mm-hmm. You might find this relatable. So I'll just really quickly say, for Directv. Okay. A few weeks ago, satellite got knocked around. Yeah. Okay. So. Someone's got to come out and calibrate it. All right. Tried to do it. We're going to need a tech. Three weeks out was the first appointment, of course. And to get to that point, that's 20 minutes on the phone. So the appointment's yesterday, and it's a window of noon to four. Mm-hmm. My wife leaves her job early. She's got to be there. Right. Someone's got to be there. And I called him on Saturday to make sure, yep, I'll go. And then I get an email at 2 o'clock says, hey, hey. No worries, we're still coming. Okay. Get another email at 3 o'clock, still coming. Okay. And then by the time I get home, I'm like, so how did it go? Well, no one showed up. What? So now I'm on the phone. And you're you're trying to explain what's going on. What's your account? What can I help you with today? I'm like, is it in the notes? I had this appointment. No one showed up. I'm on the phone for 45 minutes trying to explain that this is unacceptable. Well, the person's an hour and a half away, apparently, and they just couldn't get there. Well, what are you going to do about it? Right. you got to communicate with yeah. people. So uh, he's going to get a hold of somebody, and, well, the next time somebody could come out would be not until next week. Well, that's not acceptable. So he's checking with somebody to see if someone can come out sooner, which at that time, after 45 minutes, the call's disconnected. Oh, gosh, dang it. You can call back, but you got to go through it again. Again. Okay. Yep. And my wife says, you know what, I'll deal with it tomorrow. you got other things to do. I'm like, thank you. She calls. She can't do anything because it's not her name on the account. Oh, my God. This is after I don't know how long she was on the phone. So then I called him this morning. That was in front of you, and I don't know yep. how long it lasted. 40? At least 40 minutes. And the first thing you deal with is someone that can't understand me. And I can't understand them. Again, it's broken English at best. And the same thing repeated over and over. She she keeps saying the same thing back and forth to you. What was it she was saying? Uh, um, What was it? Uh, I got your complaint, and we will check on it. I need to check your account. I need to check your account. It's right there. And then she puts puts you on hold. Like 30 seconds later, still checking. (laughs) Back to still checking. Listen, I, I, it's not your fault, but I need a supervisor. You can't help me. Yeah. And she didn't understand supervisor. No. And then it took forever to get the supervisor. Your boss! Your <laughs> boss! You said you were proud of me for not losing it. I don't know how you didn't, honestly. You were losing it. You were smarmy, but not. <sighs> you didn't go full bore on him. I'll tell you that. Finally, just, you got the supervisor, though. But we'll see. Uh, I'll report back tomorrow <laughs> to see if it actually someone comes out to... Insanity! Do you know how much this costs a month? you know why people are getting rid of this? Oh, it's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Just watch it online. Gosh. The baseball package isn't worth it anymore. <laughs> All right, there's a lot of serious stuff going on in the world today. Another update of what happened in Texas. And Kamala weighs in. Next...
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Uh, Kamala Harris, her niece has weighed in to what happened in Texas, saying it's easier to get a gun than baby formula. Well, she really likes to get in there. <laughs> it's the niece. Yeah, if it weren't for uh, her aunt's boss, that wouldn't be the case. Yeah, that was pointed out. She didn't understand what a cell phone that was. Yeah, I know. It's like, well, yeah, actually, in Texas, at least, it is easier to get a gun in some places than baby formula. Because you can't get the baby formula. <laughs> right. No, there isn't any. Goodness gracious. My gosh, man. You know, there's a lot to get to with this entire topic. Um, and we mentioned this earlier. David, you said, you know, at different points during the day, we're going to have to, you know, get some levity yeah. with everything going on. And there was another game, baseball game, where a foul ball fouled off and it lands in a guy's beer. I've seen this happen many times. Okay. And if that happens, what do you have to do? To chug it, man. And that certainly did happen again in the play-by-play. Inside out, fought foul. He just provided the greatest additive to a beverage. The baseball landed in a beer cup, and he just housed the whole beer with the ball in the cup. Oh, the deliciousness that is game-used beer. We needed that. We needed that. That's awesome. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Well, at a time after the tragedy in that small town in Texas yesterday, you need reasonable people that can look at a complex situation. Now, when you're talking about guns and background checks and gun control, are you talking about what kinds of weapons? You hear a lot assault weapons. What exactly is that? Is that a semi-automatic or an automatic? used to be just an automatic. But if you're talking about a semi-automatic, how many people that have bought handguns over the last couple of years to protect themselves are what, just going to say, yep, you can have my gun back because of gun control now? I don't understand. There are so many facets to this, but we need somebody to simplify it and sort of give a message of where to go from here and who who can we turn to to give us that leadership, David? Well, apparently it's the uh, ladies on The View. Oh, gosh. Right. You know, here, here's yes. the thing. You have a tragedy All like right. what happened in Uvalde where 19 children, two adults, murdered at an elementary school by this complete nut job. And instead of actually having reasonable conversations or, God forbid, mourning the dead... We immediately get smoking hot takes that are not grounded in any sort of reality whatsoever. And here it is, Whoopi Goldberg on The View, which, by the way, remember, is officially part of the ABC News division. That is true. Yes. 
You talk about fake news. Okay, let's hear it. Here we go. I want to thank Governor Abbott because he signed 22 bills this year, making it easier for mass shooters to buy, carry, and own guns in his state. Let's apply his abortion laws to guns by deputizing citizens to sue anyone involved in gun violence. So you sold an AR-15 at the gun show? See you in court. Does your neighbor have too big an arsenal? Call the cops. Actually, let's invoke some Supreme Court logic, too. Alito says abortion's not in the Constitution. Well, neither are AR-15s. So I guess the Constitution doesn't cover them either. Life is so sacred, then stop using guns to abort young lives. Yeah, there, there's a lot. I don't know if we need to well, go that's back almost and, too stupid to, yeah. and review the game film here. Uh, I don't know if we need to go piece by piece here. However you want to do it. Trying okay. to okay. So twenty-two bills, right? Twenty-two laws that make it easier for mass killers to go and do something like this. Uh, does she know what those laws actually entail? I know a lot of people are pointing at constitutional carry. That's permitless carry for handguns. Where yeah. again, you go to your gun shop, you're going to go through a background check. You got to be twenty-one years of age or older to go get a handgun. Uh, permitless carry does not mean you can take a gun anywhere you want with no licensing. In fact, I mean, I would love to know, I would love to, to just be able to talk to people like Whoopi Goldberg directly and just say, okay, tell me the difference between a 3006 sign and a 307 sign. Gun owners in Texas know what those mean. What's sure. a 51% sign? Those have to do with concealed carry. And even if you have a permit with a 3006, you can't, you can't go in. That's a stop sign for you. Uh, so you still do, if you want to carry, generally speaking, into private businesses, unless they tell you explicitly no, a lot of times you still have to have that license, which requires fingerprinting, which requires background checks, which requires you taking a class to, over, to do an overview of the laws. I'm just astounded, man. If that's part of the news division... Okay. And I know they don't want to do this. Why wouldn't you bring someone on the show that understands guns and the laws? And for every falsehood they put up there to say, listen, here's something that you need to understand about the way the law works. And also to push back on, if you're talking about, what did she say at the one part? Alito says abortion's not in the... No, not that. It was was about the type of guns. Okay. That are, are you are you talking about taking away guns from all American citizens? Is that what she's advocating? Because mm-hmm. I'm not quite clear. It, again, these people are never specific of what they're looking for. And, man, I'll at least go this far to say, when you have, you know, people of all different beliefs, look at what happened yesterday, uh, yesterday and you're horrified. It's awful gut-wrenching, what, whatever words you can even come up with to describe it, okay? But when you're talking about gun laws, what are you actually proposing? What are the specifics that you're talking about? Are you saying people shouldn't be able to protect themselves? None of us want what happened yesterday to happen. But you have millions of people in the country that just want to protect themselves. And then if you're talking about assault weapons... And you're saying an AR is an assault weapon. What's well, semi-automatic? Has magazines. 
so does anybody's 9mm that they use for protection. So are you going to say, yep, no more 9mm? Can't use that to protect yourself. Because, again, you've got so many people talking about things they don't even understand, but they they don't seem willing to want to understand it. Well, you know, she says, you know, let's let's deputize people if you see somebody committing a crime with a gun. That that actually already exists, and not just in Texas, all over the place. Sure. You know, refer to your local laws, of course, but, I mean, generally speaking, I'll just speak for the state of Texas. I mean, if, if I'm in a liquor store and somebody's holding it up with a gun, I have every right to shoot that person. Yep. The state of Texas essentially does have a blanket deputization protection. Yes. Well, and there are plenty of people I know that would say, yeah, in my church, I know one thing, if a gunman ever came in there, they're not going to last long because there's always at least 10 people that have concealed carry that are going to protect people. Again, way out of their league there. And and then you talk about ABC. It's not just Whoopi, you know, on Good Morning America. They're talking about how Biden is so angry and different Democrats so angry because th- there's nothing that ever gets done. And then pointing the blame right on Republicans. And this is actually how they do it. Then there's the flip side. This Texas Senator Ted Cruz, just hours after these 19 children and their teacher were murdered at school, blaming the media, blaming Democrats for politicizing the issue, saying in times like these, they try to restrict the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens. So Robin, guys, when you guys ask where do things stand in this city right now, I'll tell you where they stand. They stand in exactly the same place they have stood for decades with these lawmakers facing this question, when will a Enough actually be enough. Is it 19 dead kids this time? Is that enough? What specifically are you proposing here? Exactly. They don't say it. They never do. Again, to talk about what we said uh, before, if you're talking about, okay, should you have to be 21 before you get an AR or a rifle with magazines, uh, you can have the conversation. But that's not what they're talking about. I'm confident of that. They just like, I want a perfect world where there's no violence. That doesn't exist. It's a complex problem. There's no easy fix. So you got to get into specifics and what we're talking about. And they they won't do that. Um, boy, oh boy. You know what? Let's move on. I know we have a clip of Joy Reid that we have to get to. I think there's only so much stupidity we can take yeah. in one segment. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, we we'll push that on. one yeah, later we'll in the on. show? Yeah. yeah, I just fired up the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin's oven. I'm about to stick my head in <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we do have a problem at the border. That's not going away. How many people are waiting at the border right now? Yeah, 50,000 migrants. 50,000. Okay. Because they, they know the border's open, and... You know, there's been some complexities with the Title 42 issue, which is the health order that allows the feds to more easily deport people who come into the country illegally. Uh, You know, initially that was going to end, but a judge has kept it in place for now. But the people who have made the journey up to our southern border, they don't really understand that. They don't know. They know what the cartels have told them. So they're ready to rock, man. They're ready to come in. Man, oh, man. 
and of an issue. The one, and you thing- know what? Because of what happened in Texas yesterday, the whole ISIS plot to kill George W. Bush that got swept aside. Oh, sure it did. Yeah, wow. bringing ISIS members up through the border. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, that's one of the stories is how many nationalities are, are showing up at the southern border. You're talking about people from the Middle East. You're talking about people from Africa. You're talking about people from Russia who are trying to come in through the southern border. There are people uh, who do this for a living in Border Patrol who are telling news outlets, whether it's Axios, New York Post, et cetera, uh, we've never seen this amount of diversity at the border. Oh, my goodness. Joe Biden's thinking that's a win, by the way. Of course. The most diverse border crisis in American (laughs) history. (laughs) Glass ceilings are shattering everywhere. But, you know, legacy media is not going to pay attention to that problem. No. That's that's just not going to be there. Um, If you want something on a lighter note, I can give you, well, it's just a stupid you know, criminal sort of story mm-hmm. that I would usually say for Nimrods in the news, but there are a lot of Nimrods today, mm-hmm. so I could share with you this. Um, this is a story out of England where a man went on a naked rampage, not like killing anybody, um, just drunk and not knowing what he was doing. Guy was 24, Ryan Cunliffe. Uh This is something like I had never seen before, but part of what makes this story interesting is that it's in the Manchester newspaper, Mm -hmm. and it's the way it's written. So if I could just read you parts of it. Please do. Okay, so as this guy uh, was drunk on the streets of Haddock, once again reported to be carrying alcohol and had taken his trousers down. He was also reported to be following two women, and the police were called to the Queens Road area. While searching for him, they learned family members were also looking for him. His auntie told officers he was lying unconscious on his nan's doorstep round the corner, and they found him apparently asleep. He came round when roused, but was aggressively swearing at the officers and then started crying and rambling. Hmm. When they tried to take a bottle of wine off him, he refused to let go. That's when he started getting abusive with the officers, saying, Bleep off, you bleephead. You're a female cat, mate. <laughs> he was taken to the ground. Man, that's terrible. You're an officer and you got to take guy a guy that's got his drawers down. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy, that's a tough job. Yep. Woman officer trying to control his legs. He kicked her, causing pain, was arrested. Wow. Put in leg restraints and shouting at the police. Uh, oh, that's awful. Hope your kids know you're a pedophile. They should have beat that dude. So see... You don't ever want to get drunk and then having your auntie have to call officers and you passed out on your nan's doorstep. Mm. A female officer at that. Yeah, that's something, isn't it? She was pointing and laughing. That's what made him mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a day. Okay. Um, well, we got to talk about California discussing a law that would allow parents to sue social media companies. How about that? And much more. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. 
All right, David, you have a clip here of the president? Yeah. So, well, Joe Biden came out last night and talked about the shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde where 19 children and two adults were murdered. Uh, And, you know, the thing is, this guy can't help himself but at every corner to try to play politics. I, I saw on the Today Show, Joe Biden was playing consoler in chief. No, he wasn't. Oh, he made God. it. No, he wasn't. It, that was a political speech, and that was, you know, a threat to anybody who believes in exercising your Second Amendment right. Yep. Same thing over and over. Why do we keep letting this happen? Where in God's name is our backbone to have the courage to deal with it and stand up to the lobbies? It's a time to turn this pain into action for every parent, for every citizen in this country. Time out a second. Listen, man, I'm not looking to place the blame on anybody at this moment in time. No. But I can't help think of the question, okay, did they have the security at the school to buzz someone in a double door to get through for someone to actually oh, come into know. the school? I don't know. We don't know the answer to that no. yet. But it doesn't appear to be so, does it, David? No. I mean, so how do you get into the school to begin with? Yes. Waltz right in? I mean, you could stand up. Let's just play this out, Joe. You could stand up to the gun lobby today. Is that going to stop this from happening again? Probably not. That's why you have to have other things in place. Mm Mm-hmm. And that whole thing, it's just not affordable to have, whether it's former military or police officers in every school. Really? We just gave $40 billion to Ukraine. We can't afford it? You say anything possible to protect our kids, but you don't seem to be willing to back that up. But here we go again with the gun talk. We have to make it clear to every elected official in this country, it's time to act. And do what specifically? Lay it out. It's time for those who obstruct or delay or block the common sense gun laws, we need to let you know that we will not forget. What are the common sense laws? They don't ever say it. (laughs) They don't say it. You've had a year and a half. I say background checks. This guy passed a background check. Next. Mm -hmm. And if you're jumping off point, and this goes for the president or anything else, if you're jumping off point to the national conversation is that being pro-Second Amendment, being a gun owner, means that you are complicit or supportive of the murder of children? Oh, my gosh. I'm not listening to you anymore because you're not serious. Totally agree. Hey, what's the update with California? This law that would allow parents to sue social media companies? Yeah, this is making its way through the state assembly. Basically, they're saying that uh, they would open the door for parents to sue social media companies because of an addiction to their product. Oh, wow. Now, this, I think, is actually a decent idea out of California, and I don't say that very often. Nope. Because they know. Of course they know. They know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Wow. That would be interesting to follow. It's usually you're like, well, you got to teach your kids something. Parents didn't know this when they gave access to social yeah. media to their kids, but they knew it. Wow, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I would ask you, as I usually do, David, the biggest story of the day, but I think we all know what that is. Yeah, that's the shooting in Uvalde, of course. And, yeah, you've got, uh, again, this is one of those things, 
it's hard for me to start feeling animated talking about this because all of the talking points are so predictable. The only thing that's changed is how quickly they resort to them. Uh, you know, I, I, we're, I guess we're about to have a clip from Joy Reid from MSNBC coming up yeah. here who's making the argument that it's safer in Mexico than in the United States. <laughs> then why are so many people not <laughs> desperate to stay in Mexico? Yeah, hmm. you should do your show down there, Joy, and warn people you don't want to come here. Guess that's not going to happen. We'll get to that and another update straight ahead. Van Camp and Robert Show. Now Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. That's David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. It's Scott Robbins. Okay, brace yourselves. Joy Reid had another awful take. Apparently, well, that's redundant. Well, <laughs> yeah, she thinks that the U.S. is more dangerous than Mexico. This was her reaction to the <laughs> Rob <laughs> Elementary School shooting in Uvalde. This ought to be good. Uh, she was talking to failed gubernatorial candidate Matthew Dowd about this. Okay. We are scores of magnitude more dangerous on this side of the border than that one. Maybe Mexico should build a wall to keep the American mass shooters out. Because that would actually well, be you, more logical. You, add, you would add, add, Joy, one thing, add Canada should build a wall because you know how many uh, gun victims of gun violence in Canada last year? 900 no. people were killed by yeah. gun violence last year. 30,000 yeah. in America. You know how many were killed in Canada in schools? Two. So it's 288 to two. Yeah, they should build a wall. They'd be safer. The, we're the ones who should be on the other side of the wall. Boy, wow. Wow. I did not realize the level of five-dimensional chess that Donald Trump had been playing for years. Because now he's getting MSNBC liberal talk show hosts to advocate for Mexico paying for a border wall. <laughs> Ain't that something, David? That's a hell of a deal, isn't it? Man, it sure is. Well, obviously, she feels unsafe. Well, then go there. Go live there. See ya. Bye. Bye now. Hell, I'll drive the moving van if you want me to. <laughs> Load it up. Let's go. Just dump you right off at Guadalajara. See ya. Again, with the whole Mexico take, no stats at all. Well, no, it just it's just, you know, Canada doesn't want you. You know how many, like, local political leaders get executed every year, every election cycle in Mexico? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's crazy. When you read about, I mean, how brutal the cartels are. When you're in their crosshairs, I mean, it's going after family members. And it's not, they would be lucky if they just killed them. It's the torturing part. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. It, you read some of it, you're like, this is insanity. I don't know how humans can do that to other humans. But that being said, yes, obviously a tragedy with the school shooting yesterday. There are a lot of different things that we could be talking about. To try to make schools safer. You want to tackle the gun issue? Okay. All I'm asking for is specifics. What are we really talking about? 
because of the talking points, as you pointed out, David, and you're so right, it's it's in a way boring, but it's also infuriating. Yeah. What exactly are we talking about? And they won't say. They don't know. You have a clip of Kamala Harris. I haven't heard it. Um, I'm guessing there's no specifics. Well, no, it's just platitudes and, and that's it. Here's what Vice President Kamala Harris said. Okay. I think we all know and have said many times with each other, enough is enough. Okay. Enough is enough. As a nation, we have to have the courage to take action. <laughs> it's, it is the so same talking points. Lame. Nothing specific. Here we go. And understand the nexus between what makes for reasonable and sensible public policy to ensure something like this never happens again. You know, you know what I was just thinking about? That. And we pointed this out at the time, the, the Buffalo white supremacist terrorist who went in and killed 10 people at the supermarket. Yes. Um, I had noticed that the talk about guns, 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 gun control, all that stuff, seemed to be fairly muted with that. And part of that was because they were busy, media, Democrats, they were busy blaming Tucker Carlson for it, right? Because they they wanted to to play the political angle more than anything else. The other thing is that New York does have some of the toughest gun laws on the books in, in all 50 states. And I, and I realized this, and this gets kind of deep in the weeds, but in New York, the, the shooter there bought a New York legal AR rifle, AR-style rifle. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that it won't accept a detachable magazine. So, you know, almost anywhere else, you, you, buy, you buy a rifle, you can get a magazine where you can put, you know, 15, 30, 60, 100 rounds, whatever, and you can interchange them out of the mm-hmm. gun, out of the platform. Uh in this case, that gun would not do that, would not accept detachable magazines, except that guy bought that gun and modified it with a drill to where it would accept detachable magazines. So I'm also thinking, okay, well, the reason why they didn't talk about gun control in that particular instance is because the gun control they're talking about didn't stop it. Right. If this were a policy that would stop a mass killing like this, well, obviously it didn't work. Never mind the fact that New York City is just a crap show as well. Absolutely. And that has nothing to do with the availability of ARs. That that has everything to do with people bringing in guns illegally and killing people and a lack of law enforcement on the streets. That's a great point, man. Again, there's no easy way out when you're talking about this conversation of how, you know, if we're going to start with specifics and schools. Again, you can make it tougher for people to actually get in the school. I think we all agree every school should have that. There's a name for it. Forgive me. I forget. It's, It's the double door basically type thing. Where you have to have the ID. Yeah. You've pointed this out before, David. Yeah, there are a lot of actually schools. get in, and the rest of the doors are locked. There's only one way in. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of different things to talk about with, again, retired law enforcement, retired military, 
And the pushback sometimes is, well, that's it's just not feasible. There's just not that many people to do it. Really? I mean, you're telling me we can give billions of dollars to Ukraine. You can give billions of dollars for the HVAC systems in the schools, right? Part of the teachers union stuff with COVID. We can do all of that, but you can't make the schools safer. Really? I don't. I don't believe that because, well, again, I'm just going to keep bringing up this point. It's just common sense, right? Even if the far lefties got their wish and there were no more guns sold, what are you going to do about the 300-plus million guns that are already in the United States? You still got to make the school safe Well, the jumping from off, some nut right. job like we've seen. The jumping-off point is always ban guns. There is no further discussion on anything else. And it, That's okay, the how first are you thing they it? go to. Hey, I, I know. know there's no specifics here, but it's so. And we learn the terms "weapons of war," and we learn the term. <laughs> you know, I mean, but this is the this is not the solution. They know it's not the solution. You've had a year and a half. If you wanted to really push something like this through, you could have done it. And it happens. And Biden, the same line he's been using for years. What in God's name do you need a solvent for except to kill someone? Deer aren't running through the forest with Kevlar vests on, for God's sake. Oh, jeez. It's just sick. No, here's the truth. What you consider to be an assault weapon, Joe, why most people buy them, is to kill somebody. It is. An intruder. Someone that threatens them or their family. The thousands and thousands of women who became first-time gun owners over the last couple of years. Yes, they bought it not to go hunt. They bought it to protect themselves. And if that means shooting someone, then that's what it means. That's the truth. And if you want to figure out in your confused brain, well, how'd that happen? How'd all these people want to go get guns? Because you didn't protect them. You didn't help. You hurt. Because you were joining in for a little while on the defund the police. Oh, yeah. You're very proud of Jacob Blake. Do you remember it all, Joe? Yeah. Well, he probably doesn't, but... No, he probably doesn't. In all fairness. But again, you got to get to specifics. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Joe, um, I didn't want this to just slide by today. Did you hear about... This part of the Hunter Biden laptop that he had swiped personal information from his family's phones. At least that's what the laptop data would suggest. Yeah. To what end? From his Washington Examiner had this. What was he what was he doing, though? Buying stuff. Okay. His sister-in-law, as David said, the records located on a copy of his laptop said he took personal data from that cell phone over a dozen times between 2017 and 2018 without her consent. Jeez. That's according to a former Secret Service agent who had testified in over 100 classified criminal and civil matters at the state, federal, and international level as a cyber forensics expert. Okay? Now, the iPhone was owned by Hallie Biden, widow of his deceased brother, if you remember. And what Hunter had on his laptop were her text messages, photos, notes, call logs, calendar, and over 120 voicemails. 
Do you hear about this story? No. It's interesting to me, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I, it's creepy too. I also want to know who else had access to that information and to what end. Yeah, because those are people in the inner circle of Joe Biden, who, you know, again was a senator for a long time, was the vice president, and is now the current president. According to the Washington uh, Washington Examiner, Hallie Biden's text and voicemails that were located on Hunter's laptop were mostly personal in nature, but some indicate she was aware of his foreign business dealings in China. Well, that makes it interesting. Wow. So the expert said, I confirmed with 100% certainty Hallie Biden's iPhones were accessed and data from the devices was copied to the laptop and stored in numerous folders and later accessed. Without legal or authorized consent, the person accessing someone else's computer device and performing the extraction of the data may be in violation of multiple federal statutes. Um, you could be in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. Boy, you want to talk about common sense gun control, too. Hunter Biden <laughs> lied on a federal background check form. Yes, he did. I forgot about Let's that. Let's start with the president's son. If you really want to start getting serious about people who shouldn't have guns. Man, what a great point that is, too. Um, another story out there. Dude, Robbins, I thought of you when I saw this. Yeah, what? Well, I know that when you go to the grocery store, you don't like the self-checkout. Do not. No. Because it, it is faster a lot of times. Well, then give me a 10% discount. I'm saving you money. You don't have a tower. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, if there's an advantage financially to me doing it, okay. But there's not. Why do you get so angry? And I got to bag my own groceries? No, thanks. You bag. You check it out. Unless well, I get a discount. In Tucson. There are some senior citizens around. Some people retire to Arizona, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at the Walmart, you've got some self-checkout shoppers mm-hmm. that accidentally think they've scanned something, and then they didn't, and then they're in trouble. Yeah, y- yes. Um, like petty theft citations are given to people, and then you got to appear. Oh, God. <laughs> well... This is wild, man. This woman, she didn't want to be identified for the story that was on KGUN 9 in Tucson. said it happened at the Walmart there, and she just forgot to scan a few items or thought they went through. Right. And she said, and they proceeded to hold me there for about an hour and a half. They called the sheriff. They said because it was over $30, they would have to arrest me. I've never been arrested in my life. I'm in my 60s. And they were just very rude and inconsiderate. And I kept asking them to explain things because I didn't understand what was going on. I, the sheriff came. He read me my rights. I had to sign some things. Then he offered to stay and chat with me afterward because he could tell I was so upset. So maybe after seeing this story, it's a good thing you don't go through the self-checkout. Yeah. Well, I've, done, I've, I've, I've gone through it before and with, with my granddaughter doing it. But it's like... I'll look at something and go, did we scan this? She'll look at it and go, I think so. Well, I don't know. Did we or not? I don't want to pay twice for it. Gosh, dang it. And this, and, and I understand how that could happen. Very easily, I understand how it could happen. I did well, it once. You did? Did you get caught? Yeah, I was at the Home Depot. No, I didn't. And I wound up I, I, I wound up just kind of like sneaking it back in and paying for it. Oh, gotcha. On my second. It was right after I moved, so I was going to Home Depot like every two hours. 
See, I wouldn't even know if I did it or not. I'd assumed I did, but, I mean, I paid for it, but, you know. Some people are saying they have kids with them, and they're thinking they're getting everything, and maybe they forgot yeah, something, I mean, it and happens. they're in trouble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. watch out for that. Yeah. Um, again, man, how many clips today are we going to have with people that really don't understand the gun issue but have strong takes? Golden State Warriors coach Steve Kerr has spoken again. Okay. Can't wait to hear your reaction to that. Much more coming up right here. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We're going to play a clip from Steve Kerr, Golden State Warriors head coach, about the Texas tragedy. But we have breaking news now, David. This is one of the sickest things I've ever seen in politics. It's demented, it's deranged, and it's disgusting. Wow. Governor Greg Abbott is in Uvalde uh, giving out information and an update on the investigation into the school shooting. Uh, handing out information on resources for grieving families, on the community. And Beto O'Rourke showed up and started yelling about how it was all Greg Abbott's fault, that 19 children are dead. Oh, no, he didn't. And two teachers are dead as well. Got tossed out, but he's running for governor, so this was a shameless, disgusting political grandstanding moment. Here's here's part of the audio of it. This is sit down and get out of this shooting is right now and you're doing nothing. No, you need to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to the show. This is totally predictable when you... Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. Oh my God. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. That was a sheriff, by the way. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. him. Yes. He is a sick son of a bitch. What a clown. Wow, man. Okay, I'm censoring right now. Censoring. Oh, I know. It's tough. This is the Markley Van Camp Robin Show. Hope he got it. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, this is really despicable. Beto O'Rourke, that's the story so far. Yeah. Crashes? Again, David, lay this out for us. Okay, so the governor, uh, Senator Ted Cruz, and others, uh, law enforcement, are in Uvalde giving an update on the investigation of the school shooting that happened yesterday. 19 kids were murdered and two adults uh, murdered as well. They're giving an update. They're providing phone numbers and resources to community members, people affected, 
who are going through something that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Right there with you. It's unimaginable. And Beto O'Rourke, who is the Democrat running for governor, decided to make a political show out of this. He shows up at this moment in this community and starts heckling the governor. Saying it's his fault. It's Abbott's fault. It's his fault. fault. Yes. We have part of the audio of that. We see grandstanding all the time, and it's sickening. That goes to another level. Yeah. He's a weak, spoiled little man. Like, I like I wouldn't agree with it, but I, I could see where if the governor is just out on the campaign trail, he's doing something, you know, having an unrelated press conference, whatever it may be, and if he wanted to try to do this little stunt... That's one thing. It is completely out of bounds to show up in that community that's in mourning and try to make it about you. That is disgusting. It is, man. I When you think it wouldn't get any lower. I mean, and that's the whole thing with this dude. Okay, because when he was running for president, it was a joke. But his whole thing was going to be, yeah, I'm going after guns. That was originally the deal, right? Hell yes. We're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Okay. So then he decides, well, I'm running for governor in Texas. I better change my stance on that. I'm not interested in taking anything from anyone. What I want to make sure that we do is defend the Second Amendment. Okay. Until... Until I see an opportunity, right. and then I'm going to crash. That's right. This today, you, you just you really have to have some darkness in your soul to think that that's something that's okay to do. In this, I'm moment. with you, man. That or you just have no soul. Didn't anybody in his inner circle go, dude? You can't do that. I I don't know, man. Because you, you think about the inner circle. Y- yeah, I mean. I mean, if it's as far left as you would guess it is, some of the takes that we've already heard today from the likes of Whoopi Goldberg or Good Morning America, maybe there is no one to say, hey, man, bad idea to go do that today. Don't do that, man. That's terrible. Bad look. This is not helpful. You know, and predictably, as people, and some really do mean it, I believe that with all my heart, that when they say, man, I'm praying for the victims' families, for any sort of comfort or peace from the Lord in this moment, whatever that might be, that they're sincere when they do it. And then you hear, well, that's not good enough. And, you know, with all of the nutty takes and everything else today, I think I saw there was a clip of the lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick of Texas. If you remember, he was the same guy that at the beginning of COVID had said, hey, I don't want to, you know, 
decimate our society for my grandkids. I'd rather put myself at risk. That yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. He was on Tucker's show last night, and Tucker asked him, why do you think it's important that people pray for these families? And, you know, after hearing someone like Beto O'Rourke, I do want to hear this piece of audio because I can't remember exactly what he said, but I remember my reaction was, wow, that was yeah. pretty well done. But anyway, here it is. Well, first, I'm a Christian. Wasn't always, but Jesus Christ is my Savior, and, and that's hope. And hope in the Bible says, hope in the Bible, Tucker says, that's something that we expect and, and that will happen, and that's to be rejoined with our loved ones in heaven again. So that's the hope we have. But I can, I can tell you, Tucker, that that... When I've been through all of these funerals and services over these years, the one thing I have seen is people standing on the rock of their faith, and that's hard today. You know, these people who are going through this now, these parents and grandparents, they have to understand we're going to walk with them. Greg Abbott, myself, the legislature, Republicans, Democrats, Texans, 29 million of us, we're going to walk with them. But I see real faith, Tucker. and and, And what do you have in the absence of faith? You have no hope. And I realize not everyone's a believer, and, and I understand that. I'm just telling you that, that it's times like this where you realize how strong your faith is. And some people realize for the first time they need God. And so I believe it, Tucker. Um, what else? This was a country founded on faith, Tucker. And he goes on from there. But thinking about different people I've known over time that have lost children, it's freaking the worst thing imaginable and in several instances their support group of people whether it was friends maybe a brother sister whatever it was that when patrick's talking about walking with them through a tragic situation like that it really helped those people and you're never going to be the same Mm -hmm. and i've heard people say you're never going to get over it it's not something you get over you're just never going to get over it but you can still live. It just takes time, but you need that support. And in the moment we're all in watching this, that's something that I think is just missed, that it's already. I mean, it was yesterday as soon as it happened. It's going back and forth and everything else. As you said, David, we can't take five minutes to mourn with these people. It is, man. We, as a country, and I think he alluded to it, we got a lot of problems, but the country as a whole like has a heart issue. Not just with, you know, mass shootings, with a number of different things that we've seen over the, it seems like the, especially the last 10 years. My gosh, man. But back to the Beto O'Rourke thing. I mean, what's your prediction? Are at least people on the left going to say that was out of bounds? Or are uh, they going to applaud it? Who knows? I, I think there will be plenty who do applaud, but I, I honestly don't know. I, I it would be a wonderful thing to me, even if you're if you're if you're a Democrat and you want him to be the next governor of Texas. It would be wonderful to me if somebody state level Democrat said, "Hey, this isn't the time. This isn't the place to do that." Even if it's just a gentle rebuke. I don't care if you go out and you go as far as I would, which is you have to have no soul to do right. something like this, to make this kind of tragedy about you in this sort of manner. Uh, I think you're disgusting. I think you're a horrible human being if you do that. But if they were to gently even say, 
hey, I think that was out of bounds. It would restore my faith in the Democratic Party. Or at least whoever said it. Yeah. It would come out on something like that. Man, oh, man. I mean, there's other clips that we could play of different things, but I, I don't know of anything more reprehensible than that. You're to blame, Governor yeah. Abbott. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the guy who called him a sick son of a bitch is Uvalde Mayor Dan McLaughlin. I initially had seen it uh, referred to as a sheriff, but according to Bill Malugin on uh, Fox, it was the mayor of Uvalde. Okay. Good for him. I'm glad he said it. Um, you know what? We'll get to that Steve Kerr audio. He was going off yeah. on the same thing. Golden State Warriors coach. I saw that. Yeah, I, well, I saw the, the story. Desk, pounding I the desk. Do you want to just get it over with well, now? I, yeah. I, I, okay. I, well, yeah, let's just do it. it dude. It's not something he has to talk about at all no, if he doesn't want to. this is a basketball coach in the NBA. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how he's tired of having to talk about these things. Really? When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the excuse. My, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. You know, I want to jump in the Wayback Machine here to 2020. Yes. Steve Kerr. Join students and parents in Oakland, California, calling for the school district to eliminate its police force. This is a real reckoning for much of America, Steve said, especially white America. So he joined dozens of Oakland Unified School District parents and students and called for the district to dismantle their internal police force. It's racist. Wow. So one of the solutions that that has been talked about and bandied about is... Let's go ahead and put some armed people inside schools. Steve asked for solutions. There's one. Well, the rest of his rant. There's 50 senators who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. Okay. We won't talk about specifics. It's a complex issue. That's what has to happen. Exactly. Every time I see LeBron say, do something. Like, okay, Brainy, tell us what to do. Man, oh, man. You know, and it's really rich. Um, (laughs) When you got that guy, who I think at least, Scott, you and I used to like. I did. But this is too much. You'll comment on anything you have a strong opinion about. But, boy, the China-Hong Kong thing, I, I really don't know about that situation. I, I really don't know. And you're talking about because of someone's self-interest and maybe money tied to it? But you're going to get up and preach to everybody? Oh, yeah. Can it, Steve? Give me a break. Did you have something else, David? No, I'm good. 
I got a lot of things on on Beto, but I can't say them on the air without putting people's FCC licenses at risk. Right. We like working with you, David. Mm -hmm. I'd like this show to stay together for a little while longer anyway. (laughs) How much longer? You mean like till the end of the week, or are you talking about no, years? No, I'd love to talk in years here. David wants to end it in 20 seconds, and I'm not going to let him. Okay. All right. That's fine. Um, well, we do me, have a David, whole lot more to get to. I'm getting closer to retirement than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you got to wait for the stock market to rebound. Oh, God. Oh, that's right. He's watching it every day. He's freaking out. You're not close to retirement. You're in for a while. Oh, Sorry, big boy. Whiz. Okay. This is interesting. Young people are hiring old-school travel agents. The answer as to why in a news update straight ahead right here. Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, right now the Texas Governor Greg Abbott is saying, you know, as far as this gunman yesterday, the mental health issue, we got to talk about it, but there were no real signs. Well, I don't okay. know what that means because I don't know what it means yeah. either. The cops knew him. I mean, that that's the word, right? Because his grandmother was under threat from him. Yes. Well, and she's in the hospital and critical. Yeah. He shot her in the face. Where's mom and dad? I've not heard that yet. I haven't either. But there was a mark on his face, and he said he cut himself. Yeah, he cut himself on the face a while back and then tried to say that a cat scratched him or something, and then it turns out, no, he cut himself. And again, where are the adults in that kid's life to say, okay, you got to go to, you know, an institution here? Or you and need there was help. I don't know if it would immediately go to you need to, you know, be put in a straight jacket and into the padded room, but, you know, get some help. Well, and then there was also the word that he was bullied a lot because he had a lisp. He wore eye makeup. There'll be mm-hmm. more details on that that come out later. But another big part of the story today is Beto O'Rourke running for governor in Texas makes a scene. Yeah, he shows up at a press conference in Uvalde where they're giving an update uh, and starts heckling the governor. Then he gets tossed out, and he's going to fundraise on this. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's the really, that's the soulless part, where you're really trying to create a viral moment. And, and you know what? You did. You created a viral moment because you made this horrible massacre of 19 children and two adults about you. Beto said, look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. Well, Senator Chris Murphy last night. Did you hear this story? Oh, what he yeah. was saying? No. He dropped to his knees, begging, begging to do something. And again, no specifics of what he's talking about. I'm here on this floor to beg, to literally get down on my hands and knees and beg my colleagues. Find a path forward here. Work with us to find a way to pass laws that make this less likely. I understand my Republican colleagues will not agree to everything that I may support. But by doing something, we at least stop sending this quiet message of endorsement 
to these killers whose brains are breaking, who see the highest levels of government doing nothing. Who's endorsing it? Right. <laughs> Again, man, it's just grandstanding. And it's not specifics. And it's all to give this message. See, the people that are about the Constitution and on the right, they think it's just fine that kids get killed in school. They don't care. That's the talking point. And then they just stick with it. Mm -hmm. But we need to come together, man. Come together. Yeah, the great uniter. Yeah. Okay. Saying it's their fault. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Well, we know... The big story today, Scott Robbins, you have your top three today, yeah. mm-hmm. which I would guess is it a little bit different yeah, than it, what it's, happened. It's it's a it's a departure from that. Yes. Okay, so we definitely got to get to that. Yeah. And then another news update, and, then, and there's been some other stories out there that just have taken a back seat to what's going on. Like, you know, you think about the left talking about the abortion issue, right? And the talking point of nearly 70% don't want to see Roe overturned. Well, it's very misleading. The truth is, new poll said, um, what, two-thirds of Americans that abortion should be illegal after three months. They're not going to tell you that part. Mm -hmm. Can't we just search for the truth and everything? That would be nice. All right. Robin Trifecta, straight ahead. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, Millennial David Van Camp, Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Got the trifecta. Scott Robbins, top three stories of the day and a few news update. David Van Camp. Uh, okay. So we have had a situation in Uvalde where uh, 19 children were murdered in an elementary school and two adults along with them by a deranged lunatic. Uh, and as the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, was giving an update on it, uh, that weirdo Beto O'Rourke, who's running for governor, he's a Democrat, uh, crashed it, made the whole thing about himself. It was for a viral campaign stunt. Yeah, well, he gets tossed out. And you were asking, Jamie, if any Democrats were going to be uh, joining with him. Representative yes. Dean Phillips shows a picture of Beto O'Rourke crashing a community event after this horrible tragedy and has it side by side with the dude standing in front of the tank at Tiananmen Square. And the caption is speaking truth to power. (laughs) These people are clowns, man. Jeez. Just absolute clowns. (laughs) That's what he calls that, huh? Who is this guy again? Uh, Representative Dean Phillips. Okay. Sure, when we have Minnesota. the balance of the country, you know, weighing that a guy like that could lead us into the future. You know, you wonder how many things, people, I know, dude, how many things are done because they rack up likes, or because they get shared, or they become as the you know the Twitter verse. I mean, I 
These guys got political consultants going, you got to go viral. you got to get something that gets at least 1,000 likes. you got to say something nuts. I don't know what it is, man. Is it just it's stunting? I mean, for a lo- I don't know what it is anymore. It can't. You, these guys can't be that dumb, can they? Oh, I well, think none of them appear to be like strong leaders like yeah. we've had in our past. Yeah. I mean, I'll sound like Old Man River. That's fine. That's all right. It's a bunch of freaking wussies, dude. Yeah. These aren't men that get out there and say crap like that, speaking truth to power, like no, the kid right. at Tenement Square. You're a joke, dude. You're a joke. Do you know how embarrassing that should be for you? Obviously, you don't. No. I mean, my goodness, dude. Okay. Well, thank you for that update. Yeah. Um, I got one that will at least make you laugh, I think, a little bit. Remember, the disinformation board was out there for just a few weeks, and then even the Biden administration had to kill that thing because it was a joke. I mean, people saw through it. They saw 1984 in it. Oh, my gosh, it's Big Brother. We got the government going to decide what's true and what's not. Right. And we had that Nina Jankowitz was the person that was going to lead it. And then you find out what a kook she is. Yeah. A partisan hack who also is a kook. Yes. Well, you know what you're showing by saying that, David? What's that? Your sexism. Because that's why the disinformation board... Went down the crapper. Fine, yeah. I don't like her because she's a woman. I don't care. Throw out those accusations all you want. Nobody believes you anymore. Uh, you know, we pay for NPR. Yeah, we, we do. Pay. We pay for it. What? I don't even get a stinking tote bag. <laughs> Michelle Martin works for NPR, and she interviewed Nina Jankowitz about what happened with the disinformation board. Listen to how the question is phrased from the NPR hack. It's depressing and disturbing enough for for these far-right trolls to be putting your personal information out there, basically encouraging people to harm you. What personal That's what that is. That's what that's for. Are you talking about the music videos that she put out there? Was somebody trying to dox her? Because, no, I'm not down with that either, but that was not the majority of the criticism. That wasn't the majority of the posts. Nope. But to have elected officials, you know, why do you think... This approach was the approach that they took. And why do you think, and frankly, it has to be asked, why do you think the department was caught so flat-footed? Yeah. Well, on the on the case of the officials, um, this is just the way that our politics has become. It's become extremely personalized, as you noted, Michelle. And I think I'm a, a great main character for them. I have been opinionated. I'm a young woman. Oh, I have God. expressed myself just online authentically, including... Finally, I get a starring role on the stage. I'm here. Golly. because I'm a young woman. (laughs) And I make insane videos. (laughs) I think it's also just such a self-owned, and they don't realize it. Nice. That if you're, wait a minute, you're you're this person who's an expert on disinformation, and your job was literally to figure out how to combat disinformation, but you had to resign from your job. Because you couldn't fight disinformation. That's the argument you're making. Yes. Well, if, you know, I was going to be done there. If you let this play out a little bit, she finishes the answer, and then the hack from NPR. Okay, well, let's listen to that. Talks about, you're the expert. 
been well, opinionated. I'm a young woman. Yeah. I have expressed myself online authentically, including, you know, posting videos, mm -hmm. uh, singing and things like that. It's easy for them to attack me and to belittle me and to make fun of me. I guess I'm still curious about this question of Dude, you were on the disinformation board, and you passed on a ton of disinformation. Yeah, you put that out was more than your songs. You put out videos that were aching to be belittled. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, aching to. What well, is wrong with you? Hunter Biden laptop, Russian disinformation. Yeah, Trump Russia. <laughs> they I mean, all of it. The authentic media videos. <laughs> but here's the NPR hack. Why was the administration's response so black? Sort of asked, because, you know, you are the expert in this. You are one of the countries, if not the world's leading experts in this. You wrote a whole book about how to use the information. In spreading One it. of the world's experts. I'm sorry. She's, what, 33? I'm only a yep. couple years older than her. You cannot be one of the world's leading experts in something at the age of 33, okay? <laughs> Unless you're like a savant with physics or math or something like that. No, you can't. You haven't lived long enough. I like that, though. Yeah, this disinformation czar who couldn't stop a what she calls disinformation campaign. Boy, I would have been a great firefighter had it not been for that fire I couldn't put out. <laughs> <laughs> do these people hear themselves? No, they do not. All right, Robin, you ready for your top three? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that is hilarious. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Scott Robbins, top three stories of the day, every day at this time. The trifecta, helped by his hero in life. And from the top 40, I'm KCK, so yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. All right. Always, yes. Three. Uh, Bill Clinton weighs in on Joe Biden for Time Magazine's most influential people list. Yeah, they got a list, and they went to Still Bill and said, hey, how about some love for Joe? And he said, absolutely. Now, here's the thing. You guys know this to be true. In our business, in ratings and, and radio and television and ratings and in sports where you've got, uh, you know, your record at the end of the season is either bad, good, or otherwise. Yes. Now, it only matters. It only counts. It's only a really official is when you win. Then it's perfect. When you lose, then it's like, well, it's flawed and, you know, we had a couple of breaks go one way or another. And, hell, yeah. we've, we've got 40 wins more, you know. That's yeah. how it works, right? So Bill Clinton says this about Joe Biden and the floundering poll numbers. Joe Biden cares more about helping people than doing well in the polls. That's right. Oh polls God. don't mean anything to Joe. Joe wants to help people, and they're doing a really great job of helping people. What I'm people? still trying to figure that one out, but it's on there. People coming here illegally? Is that what we're talking I about? I love Joe Biden. Yeah, I know, yeah. you obviously. Or is it helping his friends and family? What What does this mean? Wow. Okay. Okay. We're getting closer and closer to number one. Scott Robbins, trifecta, the top three stories of the day. Two. Uh, State Farm executive has apologized for deputizing employees to be trans apostles to children. Yeah, this is an interesting story. I, you kind of knew the blowback was coming to Jose Soda. Um, State Farm agents across the country got word of this lgbtq handbook they were going to be throwing out to schools yeah if you haven't heard the story david you yeah. remember this yeah so what they were going to do is uh send out or they wanted to empower agents to hand out books and it's not about lgbtq it, it's about trans they said yeah. to increase the representation though. yeah they wanted these people to hand out like pamphlets to children about the gender cool project they had yeah. a name for it 
the Gender Cool Project, donating the books and uh, the, to the schools, and they were all coming from your good neighbor, State Farm. So a bunch of agents caught wind of this and went, what the hell is going on? I mean, their phones are blowing up at their offices. People are canceling. What's yes, happening what, what are you, part of this now? Indoctrinating kids? Yeah. What is this about? I don't want this. So uh, anyway, uh, Mr. Rojas said uh, our philanthropic philanthropic budget is $60 million annually. We work very hard to deploy those dollars to causes that are important to our customers, agents, and employees. As much as we would like to be aware of every program and involved in every decision, it's simply not possible, as most of these gifts are small. In this case, it was just forty grand. However, we recognize forty e- grand. Yes. However, we recognize even small decisions can have a big impact, and we're taking the necessary steps so nothing like this happens again. I'm so sorry. You and your teams are having to spend time on this issue. We'll provide a link today to a statement that you can share with customers. I wanted to address to this to you this morning because I know this is a distraction to you and your offices. Of course it is. Thank you for everything you do to serve our customers and especially for what you're doing right now. They probably got a lot of phone calls. Oh, my I guarantee yes. I found out Allstate was doing the same thing oh. and actually had a more aggressive program. I canceled mm. my policy with them yesterday when I found that out. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't I'm out. Not doing this. And I've had, no. I mean, my dad had State Farm. I have State Farm. I mean, that's been that way for decades. And I know my agent had no idea this was going on. But apparently the offices in Bloomington are being flooded with calls right now from people going, what the hell is going on? I bet. Yeah. So and I think they thought they could get this one past the goalie, too. Well, and as far as the dude with his message to the rest yeah. of the staff, you know, we'll try not to have this happen in the future. You mm-hmm. know, this sort of oversight just well, as people have said, be a good neighbor, not a creepy neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Quit trying to sexualize children, you well, who, freaks. Who green-lighted this thing? I mean, was Dude, this a committee? Who did this? I, you know, It I, has to be from the higher-ups because exactly. of where this all starts. David, you, you have a great way of just, before I take well, three minutes to explain something, it's the black rocks of the world. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, there's that. That's a you know a major investment firm that applies a lot of cash to a lot of companies, yes. but you have to uh, keep up your what's called an ESG score, which is like your social credit score, um, environmental, environmental, right. social, that kind of stuff. So governance, yeah. You yeah. have to uh, prove that you're in line with their liberal values in order for them to give you cash. And most corporations are like, we want the cash, so whatever, we'll do it. Um, and they do. Yeah, for us, with the cash, paying for a service, we're not going to pay for the service from yeah. you anymore. Period. The now end. they're saying we made a mistake with our involvement in this program, and we're very sorry. Please don't cancel your policy. No, you made a mistake. The mistake is an oopsie. Okay, that wasn't an oopsie. You're sorry that you got caught in it. And there was the blowback. Right. That. Well, yeah, you're right. Give me a break. No, because nobody says anything. If you get this one past the goalie, nobody knows. Nope. Scott Robbins yep. trifecta, top three stories of the day. And finally, yes. one. Uh, Eric Swalwell, the guy who got taken in by a Chinese spy, uh, far-left representative out of California, he used his four-year-old kid again to push a political message. Yeah, he wanted to score some points, so he brought the tra- he, uh, he drugged the four-year-old kid out again. Swalwell said this in a statement yesterday concerning the shooting. My little boy just turned to me and said, did the bad guy from the grocery store come back? Question mark. 
Is he going to come to our house? Now the mega Republicans will mock my son or say I'm making this up. You are. No, I'm not going to say either. You know what I'm going to say? Why is your kid watching the news? Why do your kid? Why does a four-year-old even know that happened? But when he asked about Buffalo, I had to tell him. But these are questions parents are fielding tonight. Where is your kid getting the information? No one's mocking your son, by the way. No. They're mocking you. Okay, they're mocking you. Feel bad for the kid. For inventing stories in order to use your son as a political prop. That's what people are upset about, you idiot. And there you have it. Okay, Okay. Scott Robbins, trifecta, well done. God, we're just surrounded by idiots. Yeah, dude. These people are incapable of working outside of what they're already doing. They have no skill set. Well, we'll find out. So they get voted out. Bad people. Okay. Man. News update and Nimrods in the news straight ahead. You don't want to miss it. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, before Nimrod's news update, David Van Camp. I do feel like this is a uh, Nimrod's in the news update anyway, but yeah, the big story of the day now is suddenly Beto O'Rourke trying to make the Uvalde shooting about him by crashing a press conference attended by law enforcement, both local and at the state level, including then also the governor of New York, or governor of, New York, governor of Texas. Uh, and, yeah, he, he decided to heckle Governor Abbott. And then got kicked out of there, which we were so happy to see. Yeah. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you are out of line. I'm sir, you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. Yeah, he finally got kicked out. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Yeah. Wow. That's the mayor of the town. Mayor of Uvalde, and he is absolutely right. He is. Good for him. And, of course, you know what happened. A lot of reporters who were in there who were supposed to be covering this event, of course, like sheep, followed Beto out and did an interview with him out there. I'm tired of it. And gave him what he wanted. Yep. You're right. Uh, Nimrods of the news already started. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods of the news. Man, if you're going to be collecting disability for a long time, you might want to lay low. Because this dude, George Utley, had been collecting for a while. He's a mailman. Just yeah. couldn't do it anymore. Debilitating back and yeah. uh, car accident stuff. Mm-hmm. But wait a second. That guy was seen doing yard work at his Florida home. Wait, we look at his Facebook. He's been on these great vacations to Key West and Grand Canyon doing all sorts of physical activities. Weightlifting, he's cycling. Nah, you can't do that. So, yeah, that fraudulent activity resulted in him receiving $732,000. Oh, buddy. But the game is now over. Just lay low, dude. Didn't you learn that from Goodfellas? And that's Nimrod's Tiffany.